Wing off, but I'm still it like I'm filmic with the still stick flipping birdies real quick for the music. Get the meal quick to the table. Get your felt again. Remember how to feel shit. Take a real hit to the ego. Pill sip, no placebo. Now that chill shit you said you people make you real sick. Play the people. Now the hell shit becoming lethal. Hey, see I've been falling back. Watch a game from a distance. No please, ODs from the children. Uh, no fees, cold feet when it's finished. Uh, no peace in the streets that we live in. another lovely saturday afternoon is this an asmr hey man <laughs> hey don't inter- interrupt my introduction oh my bad as i was we are here on another good afternoon to talk another podcast episode with our lovely guests myself king diamond i the first and mr ab guapo how are you doing good sir I'm doing good. I, I didn't know I came on a, a BBC uh, talk show, but uh, this is a different it's a different vibe. I like this. Different monster, different beast, same outcome, sir. Yeah. And what How was your week? Oh, mine was pretty good. You know, as the king of two K, you know, I mm. I relish I relish you know around the the peasants around this earth, especially the a peasant on the other side of this microphone is. Well, mm. that was crushed crushed people let me let me let me tell you crushed. i was blacked out i don't know what you're talking about oh right well yeah. that's what videos are for and we have those so don't yeah. worry people you'll get to see this man get his ass beat several yeah, times I, over again. i was blacked out i don't remember mm. yeah. i just when wanted, was this this was uh what, what day did we play that's Friday, I think person. we played Friday. No, you were, yeah, Friday. Yeah, we played Friday. Mm. Definitely was blacked out on Friday. I don't even remember what Friday was. Oh, right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, played three hearty games, and, uh, man, that last one wasn't pretty. You know, that, uh, that last one just wasn't pretty. You know, the first, the first one, you put up a good little fight. Second one, you know, I was like, oh, this is cute. And the third one, you know, I showed you my full power, my final form. I'm gonna have and, to review these tapes because I don't uh, remember anything, right. man. I mean, I I literally sent you the video footage. I can't open them. Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. That's new. anyway. You didn't, you didn't mention that when I when I sent them to you that you couldn't open them. I just tried again. I just tried to download them. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. No evidence, no proof. Gotcha. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's okay, you know. But uh, you know, and then the Steelers didn't have a great performance. Oh yes, poo poo, you know, poo poo Ben. But you know, it's okay. It's only uh, game three, so I'm not I'm not nervous. I'm not worried yet. You know, still a lot of a lot of football. I will say though, it's not all Ben's fault. Before he, you know, I feel like I come on every week and say that. <laughs> But it really isn't. You sure do, good sir. You sure do. It's not his fault because the man just has no protection. Like, I was really watching. It's sad when the Bengals are pressuring you severely and, you know, you have to get the ball out quickly from the Bengals. Like, I don't know what's happened to the Steelers' offensive line, but it is pretty garbage now. I'll bite my tongue, sir. I'll bite my tongue. I mean, he did have some pretty – 
disgusting plays. But, yeah, two interceptions, it's not terrible. I've seen worse, so. But It doesn't look uh, to be quite in the uh, top ten so far and just, you know, one-sixth of the season, just FYI. Yeah, he's looking to uh, – it's not looking good. It is not looking good. I, I will say that. I'll admit yeah, that. Sir. But, but uh, you know, we got a lot of football left. So I, I'm confident Ben will turn it around. That's that's This is the smile and the face of someone who's confident he'll turn it around. I'm proud of your strong will and strong uh... – Dedication. Willpower, oh, yeah, okay. I would say yeah. your willpower to believe that uh, he's mm-hmm. going to make the top nine. Ten, but yeah. No, we said nine, sir. Top ten. You said top nine. Ten. No, you said top nine. I will replay the tape for you. No, you don't need to because I know I said ten. Okay. Why well, would I? Why I... would I randomly put myself at nine? When I show you the tape, I don't want to hear any excuses. <laughs> Right. Anyways, moving on. How was your week? It was very terrible. Oh. I blacked out on Friday. I don't oh. know what happened. Okay. I was going back to the old Malcolm, you know, going in my old ways. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything is good. Work just dragged. Like, you know, like, especially today. Like, you know, when it's just like, all right. You try to stay motivated and be like, all right, time's going to fly. Time's going to fly. And then you try to keep yourself busy and try to do shit that, you know, try to motivate, motivate, stay positive. And then you look at the clock and it's like, God damn, only five minutes past. What the fuck? <laughs> and then you try to do a lot of more work and try to, you know, stay busy, stay, you know, stop looking at the clock. And then you feel like a whole hour went by and you looked at it again. And it's only another fucking five minutes. But, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I used to have that problem at work, and you know it solved it for me. Working at home. Well, no, I mean, yeah, but no. So, if you didn't know, so the Xbox, right? You know the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They got this thing called the Cloud Gaming Beta, where you can play games like your Xbox games, like anywhere on any type of platform, like on your phone and stuff like that. And you would think. Like on your phone, it probably plays like shit, but it doesn't. And you can use a controller on your phone. So now I've been bringing a controller and playing like games on my phone. Yep. I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you, innovator. Yep. It, it's it's been a one. You know, it's just looking at my cubicle, and they'll be like, "Alex, what you doing over there?" Nothing. You know. And mm-hmm. I'm just I'm I'm chilling, man. It's like I'm at home. Yeah. And you can join the party, you know, the party app. So it's like you bring your Xbox to work, but you only brought your phone. It's actually the most lit thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So if you have the Game Pass, check out the Cloud Beta. I think the PlayStation has it on the PlayStation, uh, uh, whatever they call their Plus. Game Pass to, Yeah, PlayStation Plus or whatever. But it actually is pretty cool. It's pretty cool technology. And yeah, helped pass the time. Try it out. There's only about 100 games, though. You can't play everything, but you can play a lot. Play a lot. Yeah, and then uh, USC took another horrible fucking L this week. So um, I wanted to binge drink this whole weekend, but good news is I want another another dub in the in the money league fantasy. So 
Can't complain too much, but this week just dragged a little bit. And mm-hmm. then it started raining. It's probably going to rain the rest of this week, so can't take the bike out for a ride. So it's just, Mm-mm-mm. I feel like I'm in, in London. Wow. Gray, weather, wet. Right. You know. That is so. actually exactly what it looks like there. I've been there, so I know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that sucks. But it's Houston, so you'll be able to ride all year long. You know, you got a lot of, a uh, lot more a year to go. I mean, there's probably never a time you can't ride your bike there. So, besides when there's shitty weather. So. It's not uh, like Wichita where we had like six months of just hell. Cold. Because hey, it would rain and snow in a fucking June. Random ass day in June. It'd be like fucking negative five degrees outside. Like, what the fuck? And then the next day it'd be like 80 degrees. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, Wichita did have very strange weather. Very strange place. It's like it that was because it was hell. That's why. <laughs> purgatory. I wouldn't say hell. I'd call it purgatory. It was before hell, but you weren't in hell yet. Like, have you seen the uh, final season of Lucifer? Yeah, we're Dan. Yeah, Dan's in purgatory. Yeah, that's how it was. You're just mm-hmm. a ghost, a spirit. You're just floating around in existence, working the gate. So, but nah, that's good. That's good. But since we're on the subject of the week, we got NFL talk, week three. Interesting week. The GOAT, your boy the GOAT, wasn't yeah. looking goatish. He was. The team wasn't. Oh. Mm. No picks. He threw for 400 and some yards, I think it was. But Still took an L. AB was not there, which That's I think kind of hurt them. Gronk got hurt, which definitely hurts him. That's like his uh, security blanket. And then I mean, the defense had... was getting torched, bro. I don't know. Like, I heard they're bringing in Richard Sherman, but they need somebody to come out for that defense. I feel like Richard Sherman's not going to make a difference. And he's been out of the league, uh, NFL for how long? How many seasons? He'd been in the league the whole time. He was with San Fran last year and the year before that. And they went to the Super Bowl. He's with San Fran. He's just a un, he's a free agent currently. Uh, that's it. I thought he was not even in the NFL. That's how much. That's how. No, that's much Earl I Thomas. Have, that's how much I haven't heard of him since he's been since he left Seattle at least. Um, but I don't feel like that will make a huge difference. I don't know what his play has been up in San Fran. It probably hasn't been that great since I didn't even know he was in the NFL. <laughs> he was in the Super Bowl. That I mean, defense was pretty good. Like the, well, I mean, though, let, let let's. That's like saying the kicker for the 49ers was in the Super Bowl. Yes, he was. The whole team made the Super made the playoffs. But he was a pivotal role in defense. We'll see. I don't think that will help Tampa Bay, though. But we'll see. Yeah. And then I, your boy was looking very uh, normal. Who? Well, Patrick Mahomes boy. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, he had a bad game-ish. And then, of course, I don't want to get on. You already mentioned it, so I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dive into that one. But he had a horrible game. Um, Matt Stafford. I told you, don't sleep on him. He had actually a pretty fucking good ass game. Um, I don't. I don't know. I still don't believe. I, I like Matt Stafford, but I don't know if I believe in him as a. Uh, I'm not saying he's top ten. 
No, not saying that either. I'm just saying I don't know if I believe in him as a quarterback that will take you to the Super Bowl yet. But we'll see. We'll see. I feel like if they can still click offensively and that defense is still solid, he would. If Trent Dilfer could take the Baltimore Ravens offense to the Super Bowl, Matt Stafford can definitely take the Rams to the Super Bowl. So that's just my personal opinion. Speaking of the Ravens, they had the uh, 66 yard field goal win. Interesting. Against Tim's favorite Detroit Lions. It was <laughs> wonderful. You know, you know what's funny about Tim? It, they talk the most shit. And, only be, and he can only do that because he claims no NFL teams. All his, well, home, cl- all his home teams are fucking garbage, literally. But what were you going to say? He claims Detroit. He just knows that they suck ass. So he rides uh, Tom Brady go to, uh, coattails for, you know. Hmm. He's like Oliver Twist. I want some more, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so he's a bandwagon fan. He's one of those like, oh, who's the best player in the league? Let me look around. Oh, yeah. I like him. Hating ass. Two weeks ago. But anyways. Yeah, but it was uh that was another decent that was a shocker win. Um sixty six yard field goal. I just can't can't even fathom. Like I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, man, how hard do you have to kick the fucking football to for it to go sixty six yards? Like I was surprised that shit didn't get blocked because you gotta aim that shit low to Oh yeah, you gotta get that all that air. And they weren't in like Denver where you get the you know the mile high, you get the extra elevation, you know, behind you and all that. Like it's like firing a, a gun, like yeah. bullet projectory and shit. Right, that was one hell of a kick. Definitely, shout out to what's his name, Justin Tucker. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him, man. He's out here doing his thing. But Ravens move. Let me let me let me pull up the standings here real quick. Kansas City falls out of the top five. Rams number one. Tampa's two. And I can't remember who's two. Oh, and Dallas. Forgot about, don't forget about Dallas. Fucking, fucking stomp. <laughs> Stomping the shit out of the Eagles. But, like. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's going to start. And it's, it's funny because, like, it's weird how when the Cowboys beat a bad team bad, Everyone is just is like, oh, Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, like blah blah blah. Like, winning a game in the NFC East is not impressive. They should win all the games in the NFC East. They're the best team in the worst division in football, hands down. So, and then the crazy thing, the most blasphemy thing that they that Cowboy fans do is try to claim that the NFC East is the best division in all of football because the teams are so bad that the race is always so close like it's always a game or two that determines the fucking outcome on who wins the division and goes to the playoffs like it's not like to be honest it's a, a strong debate is the AFC West and the NFC West are the two best divisions in all of football the way I definitely think it's the NFC West or yeah, but you yeah, gotta think yeah. about it. Oakland or Las Vegas is three and zero. Um, Denver's two and one. No, three and zero. They're three and zero. Okay. Then you got San Diego, who's two and one, and then you got Kansas City, who's I mean been the best team, one, or, or one of the best teams in all of football the last three years. Yeah, but I but I would say Denver is a surprise, and so is the 
and so is the Raiders. I wouldn't say Denver is. They just they've always I mean they always needed a quarterback. And then once they had a quarterback, they were good. I feel like they are like the what team really just needed a quarterback and everything else was set? Tampa. Yeah, okay. There you go. You could say they're just like Tampa. They had all the right pieces. They just didn't have that leader to game manage or, you know, take over a drive or two to put them ahead. So now they have that in Teddy Bridgewater, which yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see because I feel like him, Teddy Bridgewater and Tyrod Taylor just have been just like, dragged from team to team and it makes it seem like they're just they're not good quarterbacks and they actually are they just been put in shitty situations like I, I feel like Bridgewater in Minnesota was horrible my boy Sam Darnold out here again you know three you know dubs he's playing pretty good too so I, I like I hate when people would be like oh these quarterbacks are just so trash it's like no nah, they're just put in a trash situation and they can't I feel there's like only so much you can do that's the curse of the black quarterback specifically. It's always the black quarterbacks that get put in really shitty situations. And then, like, they just get, I don't know, say blackballed basically from team to team as, like, backup. Because, like, they all play the same. They make, I feel like all they all come out and try to make them play the same way. Scrambling, run out of the pocket, like, Lamar Jackson type quarterbacks. And they never really, like, sit back in the. All the sit back in the pocket throwers are generally white quarterbacks. I mean, you still got, you got some. I mean, you got some. The only like I'm thinking, the only notable ones I can remember that I'm Michael Vick, but eventually his career kind of went in that same direction, especially after the dog fighting and stuff. And then um, RG three, same thing. I mean, he got hurt, but I, mean, I can give you at least three right now that weren't. Donovan like McNabb, maybe not. That's one. You got Dante Culpepper, and you got Steve McNair, who wasn't like very. I mean, he was mobile, but he wasn't like that. You got Warren Moon. Um, but then you look how many you can name that fell into the same same uh, category. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, it was like if you think about it, though, that's always been. I guess the, Deshaun may not be in the same category, but I the, mean. J- Jameis Winston, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Jameis Winston's not a mobile quarterback. That man's slow as shit. <laughs> RG3. Dak Prescott. Yeah, Dak. Yeah, okay, I'll give you Dak. Russ. I'll give you Russ, too. I'll give you Russ, too. And I'll give you Russ. I'll give you Dak. Even though they're light-skinned. I'll give you those. There you go. I'll give you those. But, yeah, I just feel like, you know, the NFL kind of, like, they just got their, you know, quarterbacks are just generally the longevity quarterbacks are usually white. I just kind of noticed that, like your, your short short term, you know, like super athletic, super highlight quarterbacks are, are generally black. So, yeah, but and then their careers it, don't last that long. History has always played that because for the dawn of time, it's always been a white quarterback, so they they have the trust of. NFL owners were black quarterbacks for the longest. They were like, oh, they can't, they don't have what it takes to be a, a good a leader. NFL quarterback or this, this, and that. So it's always had that uh, 
stigma of like they can't they can't be good quarterbacks, which is bullshit in my personal opinion. But obviously, it's bullshit. I mean, Beach black <laughs> black athletes pretty much have made the sport of the NFL. So no, all I mean, sports other than hockey, pretty much, yeah. So, but it, it's been an interesting. Definitely a lot of teams are – it's a surprising season. There's some definite – Green Bay, let's not forget about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers doing clutch things there at the end of that game. Yeah, so it's not looking – seconds. What are – so any games intriguing you this week? Upcoming? Let's see. Let me see. You got Tom going back to New England. That's going to be a good one, yeah. You got uh, Las Vegas versus L.A. Divisional that's another, game. That's a divisional good one. Baltimore, Denver. I wonder how bad the Chiefs are going to stomp the Eagles. He's Seahawks and 49ers. Steelers and Green go. Bay. That should be a decent one, but I'm, I, I, yeah, I don't know. That's It's either going to be a decent one or it's going to be really bad for the Steelers. Ravens, Broncos. Another Carolina game. at Dallas. I think it's going to be a good game, too. Only because... Sam Dalton. Not even. It's just the comeback player the Cow- of the year. Cowboys to lose. It'd be funny for them to lose to the Panthers at home. So, one of the worst. We got robbed. Yeah, we got robbed. Well, so that's what Skip will be saying. I think Patriots, Bucks. That's probably going to be the. That's the game of the week for sure. Um, besides, I mean, Raiders, Chargers really is the game of the week, but. The Bucks and uh, Patriots just has the biggest storyline for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom, especially Tom, coming off a loss, so it'll be interesting to see him. You know, we're finally returning to the Patriots and Bill Belichick. You know, hopefully, you know the Patriots don't be cheating like they do. But I mean, Tom knows all the tricks anyways. He was there for twenty years, so he he knows what not to say, what to say. You know, Deflate Gate, Spy Gate. Whatever other gates that you know the Patriots had going on, probably still would do, but um, that would be a, that would be a good game, just because of the storyline. But I just don't see the Patriots beating the Bucks at all. And then I think the Chiefs and the Eagles game, even though the Eagles are fucking bad, it's probably gonna be good just to see how fast the Chiefs can run up the score on the Eagles because their defense is just so horrendous. Mm. I think, like I said, I got Carolina Dallas. Is I think it's gonna be a good game. You got, I think that Chargers and the Las Vegas game is gonna be very good. Yeah, it's gonna I be. Do too. I think it's gonna be as good as that Baltimore Vegas game. And then um, the Baltimore Arizona game is gonna be pretty decent too. What is it? Arizona, L.A. Arizona, L.A. Yeah, it's another. That's gonna one. be a really good game, especially with Kyle. Uh, Murray doing what he does. DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the game, in my honest opinion. And then versus that that high power LA Rams offense and defense. So good games. Yeah, good games. Definitely some good games, bro. But what are y'all thinking? Who's y'all's team? Let us know. Um, have your team? Did your team have a good week last week? A bad week last week? Um. Your players, Do you even have a team? If you even have a team, yeah. How's your guys' fantasy doing, too? Let us know uh, for those fantasy players out there. Um, it's been an interesting NFL 
first three weeks. So I definitely curious to see like the dynamics of the world right now, the NFL world. So please let us know. Please let oh, us yeah, know. I'm trying to copy my style now. Yeah, I was so, trying to. The British voice wasn't. It wasn't working. So we're gonna get to our next topic now, no, and geez. we're going to talk about companies have now changed their policies on whether or not they are going to drug test or not. Mm. So, what do you feel about it? Well, good sir. Alright, it's it's not working for me. Yeah, no. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's it's interesting. It's more so of, like, I guess, for me, like, I can understand weed since it's, like, pretty much being legalized and Joe Biden's like, I'm illegalize it federally, too. But I don't, like, I feel like you should still drug test a little bit for just, like, other drugs. I mean, you don't want to hire a crackhead, like, or, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm just... They might like, be no, hard workers, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe. But they're also, you know, bringing dangerous situations into the work environment. I mean, that's the whole reason why drug tests started. So, I don't know. I don't think you should get rid of it altogether, but maybe, you know, change what you're testing for. You know, don't test for things that are legal or used in medical treatment. Right now, that's the only thing they really use is med- medical treatment of weed. But, I mean, like, I wouldn't stop testing for heroin or, or crack, you know, like things that are just really detrimental to most people. You don't want a, a heroin addict or a crack addict probably working in your job. But you never know. I mean, maybe maybe they'll be more, you know, helpful than some of these other people that they hire are absolute fucking garbage, like McDonald's. You know, hiring all these garbage ass workers that don't do shit and fuck up your order every week. So hey, I don't know. Fifty five cents for barbecue sauce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a highway robber. You know what? Speaking size, you know what you said that uh, I'm gonna say something. Stop charging people for sauces, people. Sauce is the whole, like, who wants chicken nuggets without sauce? Who wants any type of chicken without sauce? Stop charging people extra for the sauce. Y'all know that you just give us these like little square little things and, like, two dips. That shit gone. Gone, bro. You know you need three or four packets. So shout out to the people who put extra packets of sauce in your bag because they the real ones out here. They the frontline workers for real. And they, they need to be, you know, they're talking about that extra stimulus check for the essential workers. People who put extra sauce in their bag needs the stimulus check. That's who mm-hmm. needs the stimulus check. All right, mm-hmm. rant, rant over. I think but, you just had a flashback of that night at churches. I might have. With the um, honey mustard. Yeah. We won't get into that, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize. You know, I'll be bringing up old shit. But um, for me, I think it... I don't think that is a good thing. I don't think that is a bad thing. I think basically what companies are saying now is a lot of people are like, shit, I got a drug test. I'm not applying for this job. And the demand for jobs is so high, especially with there's a lot of jobs that have a high turnover rate. So it's just like, what's one thing that we can do to get more people to apply for jobs? Because, you know, like you said, marijuana, everybody... It's very hard to find people that have not smoked or tried marijuana or do it. So, but that's like the main drug that gets tested. And it's like the most, like, even though it's not the most horrible drug for you, 
it's the most like it's attention. Used. Yeah. Well, not even just that. It's the most. It gets the most attention because you know it, it has like this bad stigma to where some people think that it's like the the worst thing in the planet where there's other drugs and there's prescription drugs that people take that it's even worse than the drugs that people make in labs but that's neither here nor there so i just think that it was it's a way for companies to get more people to apply to their jobs because i know a lot of people that was like oh they drug testing yeah no nah, i piss hot so i think that's all that was but it it was interesting to see because you know, I want to know like which companies are doing it. Is it like Fortune 500 companies? Doubt it. Or is it just like McDonald's and you Probably. know <laughs> Applebee's and yeah, them jobs know. that pay. It, it, it's always the jobs that pay shit wages. You mm. know it is. It's because those are the jobs that they are struggling for. You know, servers, bussers, uh, just stuff like that. Stuff people don't want to fucking do because they paid nothing to do these jobs that you do the most work for. So, so I mean that that's the problem. It's not even drugs. That's the problem. The problem is wages. Stop paying people eight dollars an hour, nine dollars an hour. You can't live off that shit. Anymore. Well, I mean, it's because they take their business overseas where they're paying like fifty cents an hour and getting. Well, right. I mean, I understand. Man. That yeah, and that's true. But in a country where it's all commerce and anyone can supply and demand, you, the price of your product is depending on demand. So the more in demand it is, the cheaper it gets. The less in demand it is, the the more expensive it gets. So you're like, oh, you know, you're like, okay, we have this product that's super in demand. We can make a lot of it, and then you're charging, you know. You're also not paying the workers to making the product so that you can make money more off the product. Product, But the cost of living is going up significantly. It's taking a huge spike. Inflation is out the ass right now. Um, everything is just expensive. Everything is literally getting super expensive. And you still have jobs that pay $9 an hour. So, I mean, you're not going to get you know, crackhead Jimmy's not going to apply to McDonald's if he can't make the money to to buy his crack. To live in make crack. Yeah, exactly. Or to buy crack. Exactly. So you got to, there's got to be a line somewhere. Um, even for people who are doing it for the wrong reasons. I mean, no one's dumb enough to work for work for nothing. So that's that's my philosophy on it. But anything else on that? No, sir. So... That was the end of that topic, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to take our break, and we will be right back. Yes, sir. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are glad that you decided to come back for the second half of our fabulous podcast this week. Episode 12, the ASMR special. That's sir, don't interrupt my, my intro oh, log again. Sorry. I'm sorry. As proper as I might sound, I might smack the shit out of you. Thank you. <laughs> no, but a real note. Uh, yeah, so the next topic that we're talking about is a very cool one. Um, game changer. A forever rich type move. And basically, we read this article on a social media post talking about 
um, particular place in Germany is actually making um, pods, shelters for homeless people to sleep in. Um, so we thought it was pretty dope. Wanted to get our opinions on it and bring it out to the world because, you know, not a lot of everybody hears some of the shit that we talk about because, you know, everybody sees the same shit on Fox, CNN, ESPN, and, you know, basically every fucking social media platform out there. So we like to bring new lights to new subjects, you know, give you a different optics than what you're cussing the scene every day. So what's your views on it? I think it is absolutely awesome. Um, I always kind of like, I'll be driving home from work and stuff like that. And I just kind of wonder, like, there really is no reason for anyone to be homeless. Like, there's just so many resources out there. And even, I know some people hit rock bottom, but, like, there's more money than there is people. So, like, there really is no reason for there to be to be uh, homeless. Like, if we just use some of this these tax dollars we got going around for some of this dumb shit we give money for. You know, we give money for people to sit around and make babies and sit on their ass all day. Why can't we use our tax dollars to build homeless shelters? So, and I know a lot of some states, you know, do have homeless shelters, but it's always like time limited and you only can be in here for 30 days or whatever. And I think that's kind of messed up because it's like, and there's a, I mean, yes, there are some people out here who are just on their bullshit. I mean, you got to be able to filter the bullshit from the, from the people who are just really need the help, but. It's just one of those things where there's no reason for anyone to be homeless. Like, there just isn't. There's just more money than we have. Most people have more, uh, not most people. There is more money out there than people will ever need in their lifetime. And there are people out here with more money than than 2,000 people, you know. So there's just really no reason to be homeless. So I shout out to Germany making these pods. I really hope, that, you know, it... it it propels other countries and other cities and states and whatever just, you know, to start following in the footsteps. I know one, uh, I think it's San Diego or California. It's, it's, I think it is San Diego or Sacramento, one of the cities. I saw that they were trying to push really hard into cleaning up their homeless population and building like homeless high rises and stuff like that. So something on that line so maybe the pods is an option that maybe will uh, pop off and we'll see that it's a cheaper option that works so i I hope it does work so we can get some these people under a a roof because i don't think anyone should be homeless so so uh just some info on it the pods which are known as ulster nests are made from wood steel and are both windproof and waterproof. They're designed to keep up to two people protected from the elements, including rain, frost, and humidity. Basically, they got solar panels on it, so it produces, I'm assuming it has some type of heat to keep them warm, warm, especially in Germany because, you know, this cold-ass weather. Yeah, so it is a game-changer. It's fucking dope as shit. However... I think it'd be kind of super hard to have those in the States. And the reason why is because I don't know how it is in Panama City, but here, I mean, I do live in the fourth largest city in the U.S. It is fucking ridiculous how many homeless people are out here. And they got to, trust me, 
I work. I got a shit ton of shelters that I that I can I can name off to you, and I guarantee those are always full. But there's still just so much people homeless because, of course, drug use and all mental issues and shit like mm-hmm. that. And if it, it's bad here, I know it's super bad in San Francisco. I know it's super bad in Los Angeles. I know it's probably even as worse in uh, New York. All your major cities are all... You know all, what the, all those cities have in common? High cost of living. That's what causes it. Yeah, that too. Uh, but even then, um, even Chestnut was talking about even in Mesa, there's like a high homeless uh, population now because of shit like that. And so it's just, it's, it's super sad. Um, I kind of like, I, I get fascinated with shit like where people like interview homeless people and see like, get their backstory. Cause I like, not everybody's a typical like, oh, I did drugs and then I hit rock bottom. Some people are like super fucking smart, but you know, they have real bad mental issues to where they're, you know, or they have excellent capabilities to doing some shit that you know could turn their life around but they've lived in this type of in, uh environment for so long that they can't adapt to society for what it is now so it's like it's super cool uh it reminds me of a what you call it the soloist with jamie fox where he's the homeless dude in la mm-hmm. and uh robbie downer jr is like the columnist and he goes like he tried like try so hard to put him, you know, put him back on his feet and put him in this great ass academy and shit like that. But he, you know, psychologically hear voices and shit, so he uh, goes back to his old ways. But he's just like this amazing uh, vinyl, vinyl, violinist. violinist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure there's like hundreds of stories like that where there's like artists, musicians, and shit like that that you know amazing but they just can't get out of their ways or the environment they've been endeared in the environment so much that it's like trying to tame a wild animal it's just like you just can't do it so game changer i do think that more places should do it i think places where it does get super cold should have some type of shelter like these those because i think that you know have living like places in like Chicago, Detroit and shit like that where the where there are tons of homeless people and you get a lot of people that freeze to death. I think that's a shitty way to fucking go out. So I do think that those places should highly invest in some type of shelter for people just even if you just unlock it for um cold weather. I think that's that would be way more significant just not having nothing at all letting these people die. Yeah, so. no, that that freezing to death fucking awful nigga. Like that's that <laughs> I imagine I'm sitting there thinking of like at the time we was at the gate and it was cold as fuck. And I was out there like, ah, shivering, I had coats on. I can't even imagine being out there like negative ten with just a shirt and jeans on. Oh fuck that. Yeah, I hell no. So. That and like homeless people always got dogs, so you've seen like dogs dying just because you know they're loyal to someone that you know 
barely take care of themselves, but you know, the dog just wants to be loved, and then they yeah. end up freezing to death too. So, mm-hmm. it's a it's a sad situation, but um, I'm glad there are people out there trying to solve the problem, not just add to it. So that that's always a plus. So, like I said, I hope the pods do well and prove dividends, and we can start implementing stuff like that here. Um, we definitely need to get these people shelters and just places to stay. Because as I've said a billion times already in this this segment, no need no need for anyone to be homeless. It's just not it's just not okay at all. So shout out to is the name of that company? Did it have a name to it? It didn't have a name. It just had a city in Germany. A city in Germany. Well, shout out to the whatever city in Germany that is. Yeah, yeah, a one, but. I ain't more to say about that. Um, so now we're going to get into the final topic of the evening. <laughs> the most public, most infamous topic of probably all of 2020, maybe 2019. When when did the, the documentary come out? Uh, 19 was surviving R. Kelly. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, Mr. Robert Kelly uh was finally charged and found guilty of 11 counts of sexual abuse what was that yeah, actual... and, and it was like more than that it was like racketeering charges as well and some other stuff and trafficking as well and trafficking yeah, yeah. underage uh, obviously and stuff like that but you know what's crazy is like isn't that the charges aren't even done? He still has some other pending cases in some other states. So like, you know, my man's already gotten decades, probably probably gonna get decades of time just from those sentences, but he's still got more sentences to go through. So basically, R. Kelly's spending the rest of his life in jail, which is well deserved because the shit he's being accused of is horrific and disgusting. And trip, trip, trip. Piss on you. Oh, <laughs> and I mean, okay, that the Dave Chappelle skit is literally a classic though. But it is. But um what other what I do uh, think is that the people around R. Kelly who were um watching or helping, enabling him, and the parents of the the kids too, like if you were willy-nilly giving your kid up to R. Kelly, like, you should be in jail, too. Like, if you're an enabler of R. Kelly, you should be in jail. All of you should be in jail. All of you should be charged on the same thing because you were helping this man do all this stuff. And you, and if you're an adult, you knew it was fucking wrong. There is not, there is not one time that you would probably be like, I don't know. Like, this isn't that bad. Like, no, this shit's fucked up. Not even a question. This shit's fucked up, so... But that's like upper society, in my personal opinion. Like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna protect their money. I mean, R. Kelly was their money. Not even just that. It's just like the acts that he was doing. That shit's been going on for centuries. Like even back in the Roman times, I'm sure there was politicians, you know, fucking peasants, boys in the booty, and you know, doing all types of shit to, to, uh to people of poor because nobody gave a shit about people that are really poor. Like 
especially yeah. back in those days. Like if you was poor, your life didn't mean shit. You were just trying to hustle to get the next meal. So of course these people that like living in fancy ass houses and shit got to do, especially like in monarch times, like in you know in France and England and Germany, they all had kings and shit like that. You know they was doing some weird ass like shit that should be putting people in jail so i think that it's just like a a society thing with the upper class like i'm pretty sure there's tons of politicians and shit that be doing some weird shit they just are way better at hiding it than r kelly, r. kelly. yeah and i mean I r kelly thought because you know he was r kelly and you know like he was mr untouchable at the time that he was just gonna always forever be untouchable and I'm with you. Those people that fucking assisted him and, you know, allowed that shit to happen should be prosecuted and should be sent to jail. Now, the issue with that is, is most of them have a lot of green. And a lot of green can draw these sentences and shit out for a very, very long time to where by the time they even get found guilty of this shit, they're going to be Martha Stewart in a fucking isolated cell, eating fucking filet mignon and fucking drinking Starbucks coffee in prison. So it's like, it's a fucked up way society lives. And at least for those victims, they can finally get a piece at mind that, you know, that monster, even though he's made some hell of a songs, <laughs> and I mean a hell of a songs. Like I, have to, boy, I was thinking about the other day. I was like, man, that song. I want to play that shit so much, but I don't want to be considered a monster for playing R. Kelly. You know, I don't want to get canceled. You know, this episode, these these seasons, we want them to continue to roll. But you know, it's a few couple of songs, and you know, I just hey, remix to ignition, man. <laughs> well, even the original one. I was at work the other day, and I like, I wasn't even like really singing, but I was just. I was just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, it was like, girl, please let me stick my key in your ignition. And I was like, oh, stop. Can't do that. Can't do that, man. He out here doing the most. And then I was like, it's like, ooh. I, like, I couldn't stop, man. It's just R. Kelly songs. Like, And then it makes you sit there and wonder. And be like, you start paying attention to the words, the lyrics. And you're like, I feel disgusted with myself. It's yeah. like. Because it's like, now you know what he was referring to when he says that it's like for dudes it's like when you like when you watch porn or some shit and like like at the time you watching porn and you know beat off it's like it's not disgusting and then it's like after you nut and whatever and you got post nut clarity it's like (laughs) this shit's fucking disgusting why did i even turn this shit on you know that's how i feel when it comes to like listening to r kelly lyrics but it's just like it's so hard to just to cancel him out because he's his music is just so it's legendary. Yeah, Literally, it's legendary. It's it's a big part of the black community too. So it is gonna be hard. But I mean, you could probably say this is the this is the final. We are the final generation that will probably listen to R. Kelly now because the next generation won't know who he is because he'll gonna spend the rest of his life probably in, more than likely in jail. And no one's gonna play his music anymore. Yeah. But, so. Well, Mars is gonna know because you know I'm still low key, still gonna play it. So she's gonna be like, they're gonna be like, 
that's still going to somewhat live. I'm sorry. I can't change that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with liking somebody's music, even though their personal life is maybe distasteful or you don't agree with it. Like, that doesn't make their music bad. I, I've, I've been on the podcast you know, numerous times saying that we, we need to separate. sometimes separate yeah, R. Kelly the musician or R. Kelly the person. R. Kelly the person, shitty person. Got what he deserved. R. Kelly the musician, excellent musician. That made great music. You know? not, not the same. It reminds me of the one of the recent Dave Chappelle skits when he was like, when he was talking about Bill Cosby, or he was talking about the uh, the rapist superhero. I mean, it was like, he rapes to save lives, and he saves lives to rape, but he saves a lot of, like, he, he does a heinous crime, but he does it to save a lot of lives, so therefore, it's like, uh, like, you can't, and then he, like, brings, he ties it together with Bill Cosby, and it's like, yeah, like, Guess he raped a lot of women, but he did like so many positive things that like, like it's hard to balance it out type shit. So, I mean, did he though? I mean, he did get let out, so it's it's hard to say. But I I see it's a it's a like I, like we always say I say this a ton. It's a slippery slope, man. There just really is like it's gotta be careful out there. But I'm glad justice was served. You know, this kind of like gives me hope in the justice system a little bit you know sometimes it gets it right so sometimes sometimes so the families you know they're getting that closure shout out to them and like we said hopefully i hope that um the enablers get get what they deserve too my question is though it's like how many of those families are actually like true victims I gotta probably feel not, like I mean some, but probably not many. I mean, if 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 R. Kelly, a, I a truly or thirty year, that's like you being like a thirty year old man coming like Mars is ten and being like, "Can I have your daughter?" You know, like I, I'm pretty sure you'd be like, "Nigga, no, what the fuck?" Like, but not even just that. It was like because you saw like especially in uh the documentaries or the doc series, it was like a lot of parents was like, oh, you know, my daughter wanted to be a musician. He was, you know, talking about he was going to do that. It was like, you knew motherfucking R. Kelly had all them cases back in the early 2000s. Like, and you let him take your daughter by herself into these, uh, these, uh, studios. Hell motherfucking no. If Mars was some big time up and coming artist and R. Kelly was, I'd be right there. When this nigga was trying to, when she going to the bathroom, I'm posted outside the bathroom. I, <laughs> ain't no motherfucking way, bro. If you even look at her wrong, I'm fucking pulling out the gun and putting three holes in your head. Like, hell no. So it's, I just feel like, though he did a lot of heinous shit, I feel like a lot of people in those documentary series were just like, out yeah, to get turned, theirs. They turned a blind eye. For sure. For sure. For sure. Like there's just no getting around it. They turned a blind eye to what was going on. Um, but like I said, R. Kelly was their cash cow. So everyone was gonna do what they needed to do to protect him, man. So that the, the money could keep rolling in. I mean R. Kelly can't make your money in jail. Right? So that that's the whole reason. That's why I say those people need to go to jail too, because if you're turning a blind eye to some disgusting shit like that over money, you're a shitty person too. I'm sorry. 
but ugh, it's just it's it's disgusting. Like it's I'm, really disgusting. I'm gonna have to go play Ignition Remix now. <laughs> but uh as I said, I'm happy justice was served. But it's been a it's been a decent week, you know. There's a lot of good good topics and there was a lot of good stuff to talk about this week, but you know, that's that's it for us this week. We've uh covered our four little topics and kept it about one actually way shorter than an hour. Um this is the shortest episode by far. By far. Don't but, jinx it, you're gonna stretch it for another five minutes. But ladies and gentlemen, what do you think is just as really served with R. Kelly? Did they get it right? Should we still continue to play his music, even though it's so pivotal in African-American history and society and culture? Let us know. Leave comments. Hit the subscribe button. Tell your friends. Share this amazing podcast with your loved ones and friends. Yes, but do that. This is the end of an amazing journey on your wonderful Saturday. We hope you had a wonderful time. Is there anything that you would like to say, Alex, before we depart? Shout out to all the people who put extra sauce in the bag. You were real ones. He still has trauma from when he got pressed at a church's chicken at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. That Ladies and gentlemen, is a story for a later day. But oh, positive my pr- practice your two K. I don't. I don't want to see the disgusting gameplay I saw. Man, if you get me on a day that I'm not blacked out drunk, then maybe <laughs> I, I'll. You're black. <laughs> you're blacked out drunk midday on a on a Thursday. Bro, I, I told you work is stressful right now. All right, I got a lot of things going on in this world. Gotcha. You know. Gotcha. My daughter is up and she's mobile now so it's like i can't you take one sit and she's already like deep in the toilet like i literally just put you down like two seconds ago so nah i I took i had some very horrible l's but yes yes i will prove they were flukes gotcha well you hurry up in every single game that footage is coming soon y'all like give us like another week maybe and We'll be dropping the evidence firsthand. Yeah, probably a couple of days after this episode. But positive mindsets make positive outcomes. This is the only, the forevermore, forever rich podcast. Thank you, and have a wonderful evening. Peace, y'all. King Diamond Eye, signing off.